Hello, 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 and welcome back to part six of Podcasting is the New Kink, where I'm interviewing couples. And in this part, I'm interviewing couples that are like super fucking special to me. This interview, y'all, oh my God. My bestest friend from like literally preschool, like <laughs> my bestest friend. We have been friends forever, basically since we've known what friends could be, right? So uh, love her, love her and her amazing partner, Mr. David. We're going to get into who you guys are and what you do. But I just want to say, y'all, this is going to be a, a dope ass episode because they're going to keep it real. They're going to keep it real. Y'all know that's all I ask on the podcast. Just keep it real. And they're going to do that. And we're going to have some fun. Keep it 100. <laughs> hey, that's right. So let's get started. Y'all just tell the people who you are and what you do. Um, yes, I'm Shanasia, but everyone knows me as Nay. Um, we're both currently in the military. Um, right now, I'm transitioning from enlisted side over to the officer side, um, being a healthcare administrator. And I'm really excited for what's to come. Okay. And David? Hello, my name is Billy Bob. Uh, <laughs> He's crazy. Uh, I'm in the Navy. Uh, been in for 12 years. And I'm a family man. And yeah. This is country band, roll tight. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. So this is what y'all should know about me and David. We share the same birthday. So we Yay. are actually hey, we are celebrating our birthday. Uh this interview is taking place the day after, but you know, we celebrate. We Aquarius. Yes, we all do it. So yeah. hey. Nay's an Aquarius too, but her birthday later on. <laughs> all right. So we know who you are and what you guys do. How long have you been together? Um, we've been together. So we started dating, um, courting first <laughs> friendship in, I think I met David in 20, the end of 2018. And then we were just friends. And then, uh, 2019 things progressed relatively quickly. Um, so yeah, we've been dating approximately five years, five years. Okay. And so you said you met, you were courting, you were like, friendship kind of and then what happened that well the friendship came before the courting okay the friendship, friendship first like, really like just homies really kicking it playing spades um bonding over similar interests uh yeah literally we would hang out like every day our friend group playing spades literally every day on the boat after work uh when we got off the boat and just bar hopping going to like just kind of like the undergrad college life a little bit that I couldn't let go of at that time <laughs> so um yeah when I first met David he was so rude to me and I tell everybody this story um I was just I remembered him because I was helping a friend at the time she was his sponsor and so when I saw him in passing I was like hey like what's up good morning and then he like kind of gave me this stink stare and I'm like oh he's rude and you know me I'm really vocal so I'm like damn you rude as shit like what the fuck but um, excuse my French. Uh, yeah, that's how we kind of got acquainted. I just thought he was rude, so I really wasn't trying to make it anything more than friends, or I wasn't even trying to be his friend at that time because he was so rude. But um, eventually we had like mutual friends, and then just spending the time and just I don't know, he was just a cool vibe, a cool vibe that like you wanted a partner. But I wasn't thinking of a partnership at that moment. It was just kicking it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 I feel that. I like to go back to like when you first met so that you can remember all those good things. Yes. It was like, okay, what did I really like about this person? What turned me on about them? Um, so David, your turn. I'm not a really a friendly. I speak it and keep it keep it moving. So I was just checking in. So she said, "Hey," I said, "Hey," and kept moving. <laughs> and I was just focused on what we had going on. But uh, yeah, mutual friends and we just start kicking it, and it was just like um. More her, uh, just aura. She was just like a good vibe and stuff like that. And, you know, I had a little situation going on, but, you know, I wouldn't worry about that either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think that's what's ironic is because we both had situations going on at the time. And um, it wasn't... I can honestly say we were respectful of those situations. Yeah. Like, even though the situations were, like, null and void, they were done. Uh, like, completely, like, over with. Yeah. Um, just little technicalities to loosen to tie up. But we always respected that. And I think that's what really drew me to him. Because when mm. I first, like saw him outside of the ship, like at our first official outing, this is when we were like just our first official outing out with the friend group. Yeah. But we were only friends, nothing, no interest or anything like that. He was outside on the phone with his girlfriend. And I was pulling up late outside on the phone with my current situation at the time. And then, like, he was just really, he just seemed like a stand-up guy even from then. Because, like, we're both outside at a party, like, still obligated to our people, people. at that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. to our people at that time. So I thought that was cool. And then he was just very forthcoming and honest about his situation. And same here. And then still there was no like inclination that we would hit it off and make it something deeper at, at all at all. Like for a couple of months, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple of months. And then my grandma passed away, like right around the time of my birthday. And then I went home. Um, and then it was a lot of deaths actually. Hate to get too macabre, but it was a lot of deaths happening at the same time. Right around the same time, yeah. Yes, yeah, like my biological dad and then um my grandmother then my aunt so it was just like one after another and it was during my birthday <laughs> so he was just really supportive even in that um regard and then I think when I was at home like that's where it really started to get like okay we're definitely interested in each other because he would text me and you know be consistent yeah yeah that that really matters right when somebody is there for you in your time especially when you don't even know that you need those things but like when they you know they reach out and they say certain things it's like damn I didn't even know I needed that but thank you <laughs> right exactly exactly don't you forget it, <laughs> don't forget it. yeah don't forget it yeah. and it was good to see the contrast too of like how I thought he was such this hard exterior shell and then for him to be so warm and stuff that really was just like whoa maybe he really does you know fuck with me the long way yeah yeah absolutely you know like we're from jersey so we we get the like standoffish i think we've both gotten a lot more friendly um in our just day-to-day talking to people um Mm -hmm. you especially because of the navy but exactly but me too, like just I I smile at people now. I didn't used to do that. Like <laughs> that's very new. Like we're very standoffish, very like in passing, hi, 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 bye. That's it. You know. It's funny that you say that because David portrayed me as like a friendly Oprah, is what he used to call me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking, but I just developed like Howard instilled that like networking. Yes. Like I was always standoffish, but it's just like you have to network to get what you want. So that's exactly like 
why the talkative I've always been talkative to my inner circle but yes not a friendly a naturally friendly person so very true very yeah. true yeah it's it's funny how that HU will bring that out of you right no, <laughs> but <laughs> David all right so go more into the um calling her Oprah like <laughs> what's that all about oh man she just she talk a lot <laughs> conversation and then she just disregard I'm over here waiting okay when she's to get to talk I just go to the car or I just go somewhere else and you know that's just how it is but nothing I mean not at all I just let her, you know what I'm saying do her thing and I'm gonna do my thing I'm just gonna Go in my corner, sit my head down. I think it's not just the talking, it's the questions too. Maybe we get that a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you yeah. Ask so many questions. And, 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 she, and, she, and the thing is, she she act like she don't. Oh, no, I'm not in like denying about like that. Ask questions, but you no. get mad. Let me finish. Excuse me. That's something that we're working on, me no, cutting him right. off when he's talking. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I'll be saying, um, you feel me? That I don't understand that I ask a lot of questions. Yeah, she don't understand that. And then when I'm and then to, to the point I gotta repeat myself, it's like, yo, this is what I'm saying to you the first time. You just want to, you know what I'm saying? It, it get a little irritating, but you know. It's, it's the details. We get caught up a lot of times in the details. Like I wanna know everything. Like if you're not giving me those details that I need. So I understand that, but I definitely understand like whoa wait let me get my thought out first too before you ask questions so i definitely i get I it like literally <laughs> the same people in different i understand bodies. but i just want to know this why if you're getting the whole broad answer to what you want i mean what the answer is if i said the dog is down the street you want she want to know what the name of the street <laughs> but also, the dog is down the street what time for that's what i'm saying no i love it you want to know every detail what street yes is yes. there another dog is another which cat? dog oh, what's the dog? dog's name yes right. i get it how small what's the color of it mm -hmm. it's just a dog yes. it's just a dog <laughs> that's totally so, me so i'm just like so oh. yeah, yeah. I, I get it. It's all the details that you didn't even think of. Like I didn't, I didn't think of none of that stuff. Right, right. I don't know all that. Did you ask this person? No, I don't ask these people. I don't care. They give me the brass. I get. It. I catch it. I'm good. Pause. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I totally understand. Um, I think that's a great segue into like what attracted you to each other. Like what were those things that you saw in each other that was like. Okay, I gotta have more of that in my life. It was just more of a, of, of uh, say, what it, what that song saying, "Around the way, girl." Around the way, girl. Around the way, girl. It's cool, and and blend in. She ain't doing too much. She's cool. We got the same interests. We went to uh, HBCU. We in the Navy. Joined late. We already got a degree. You know, she about she family uh, oriented. I am too. So, and we in like Gucci. So you know. <laughs> Hey. We like spades. She plays spades too. So shit, they're my partner, and she understand my life and I understand hers. So same situation, a lot of things in common, basically. So yeah, a lot in common, mm -hmm. but not even y'all have a lot in common. But y'all have a lot that's not in common too. But I think y'all just really fit. Like you, you fit well together. It's I think it's really cute to see. Yeah, I think it's a good balance. Yeah, exactly. Yin yang, certainly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What about you, Nay? Uh, yeah, the common interest, um, it was really the caring, like he was literally everything I needed in the moment of going through stuff that I didn't know I needed. 
in me being like a an independent person like I freely just I don't want to say relied on him but relied on his comfort the comfort that he was bringing to me that was really like one of the things that made me attracted to him most and then I kind of like a little hard shell on the outside person because that's totally <laughs> who I who I was and who I am <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely like a, a tough a tough person, and I guess David doesn't really get to see that because he's the only person I can really be soft with. So I think that's a plus too. But yes, I'm definitely uh, a tough person. But with David, I'm just like a big baby. Absolutely, absolutely. But that's beautiful. Like because, like you said, everybody doesn't get to see that side of you, right? Like. You got to work hard to get to see that side of Nay. And I think you, you're you definitely a tough cookie. But, like, when you love somebody, you go hard as fuck for them. Like, there is no question in your mind. You are, like, whatever they want, whatever they need, they're going to get it. Like, if they <laughs> if they come to you with it, if they rely on you. So I think that's beautiful. Um, and I think um, what I heard is kind of you, you, like, surrendered that side of you. Like, you... You're like, all right, I'm going to just let this toughness all go with him because I can. You know, he gave you that space to do it, which mm-hmm. we need, right? Like, we always hear about um, how women should submit to our men and blah, blah, blah. But, like, a lot of the times they're not creating that space where we can do that. So I think you have a great example of that. And it's beautiful. Loved it. You definitely summed it up. Okay. Cool. Um, so the next question is, what roles do you play in your relationship? I think I'm the nurturer just by nature because of motherhood and then just who I am because I come from a very like loving and close-knit family. So I'm just always like, I don't want to say a people pleaser because that's like a little bit too like not condescending. You are but, definitely not a people yeah, I'm not a people pleaser, but I'm like a... I give my all to people that I love. Like I give my all. I want to make them happy. Um, yes, I just want to be the fixer, like the Olivia Pope. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> That's you, the Olivia Pope. Yep. Yes, I think I'm the fixer in the relationship. Um, not in terms of like conflict, but just in terms of like a general statement. Um, yeah, I just want to fix everything, solve everything, and yes, yeah, so I would say the nurturer, the the fixer upper, like Olivia Pope. The problem solver, um, sometimes the problem <laughs> instigator. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit as feisty and, you know, that's just who I am as a, a person. But yeah, I would say, yeah, that's what I bring. Yeah. Yeah. David? Uh, I, I think I'm just, the, I guess, the backbone. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I'm just the backbone. I'm the one that's trying to keep shit together. I'm not in the moment type. I'm looking at the big picture of things. And yeah, I'm more of the, the I'm more of the common ground type. Yes, I yes, called, that's, I ain't, that's, I ain't mm-hmm. with all the extra drama or nothing like that, conflict. We can talk about it, but let's solve it. I'm I'm trying to solve shit. You know what I mean? So I don't like to dwell on the current thing. Okay, let's fix it and let's move on. At the end of the day, we still teammates and stuff like that. So I keep that in mind. You know what I mean? So I think he's the calmness. Yeah. The calm in the storm. I'm, yeah, I'm the calm. This is the kind of reserved person, like the level headed one mm-hmm. at it's, all it's, times. This is the one to jump. 
But I think it's just because I'm not used to having help, honestly. So it's like a, I don't want to say a defense mechanism. Go for what you know. Yeah, but it's just like a survivor skill that I've had. Yeah. Ha- haven't had anyone. Ain't, ain't gotta survive. I'm the, I'm the motherfucking blanket. I got you covered. Oh, so cute. I'm blushing. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love all of that. That was like uh, yeah, that that's was... perfect. You know what you guys were saying. It's just another instance of how you guys just really fit well. Mm-hmm. Um, David, I heard you say more like you are. You said you are the backbone, and like that is so important right like you can't walk you can't stand without your backbone right like you you need that to stretch you people um we do, we take this for granted so much but like if your back hurts like you really have problems doing everything stretching like standing up sitting like all of that is very uncomfortable when you have problems with your back and we take that for granted but like i think that's very important what you said you're the backbone like you you not getting all the glory right like people not really paying attention to the backbone like sometimes we take that for granted but like without that backbone we can't do shit <laughs> so right exactly yeah very important very important um the next question oh i i really like what you wrote for this so i'm going to read a little bit of it what has changed since you started living together um you talk about sacrifice and you say, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices, especially after um, the birth of Dylan, which we'll talk more about. Um, but then you said, I would say it's for the better, the greater good of our family, which is like, you know, why mm-hmm. am I sacrificing if it's not for something better, right? <laughs> it was the whole point. So right. I think that's beautiful. Talk more about that. Um, so really, we had to kind of grow to get to this point because we're used to being like two separate individuals, right? And then once we actually like we're, you know, spending the night and hanging out and doing that more frequently, it's just like, that's cool. But things shift when you have to let someone else into your space like 24 seven. So there's a lot of like give and take. There's a lot of, um, you know, blending and trying to navigate uh, differences and, you know. And then trying to change from being like a single person. to now we're a unit. So. I think that a lot of sacrifice came from that before Dylan. Dylan came relatively quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our timeline was like, first of all, I never wanted to have kids. Everyone <laughs> knows that about me. Like I've never wanted to be a mommy, but it is the greatest joy ever. But yeah, we like started officially, like I wouldn't even say officially. Like we started courting in February of 2019. Courting. <laughs> kicking it <laughs> we started kicking it in february of 2019 ish and then no 2019 and then i would say that things like things picked up because we were literally spending every single day together like every day and then even when i would be like okay like maybe i need a break or he needs a break i don't want to be overwhelming he would hit me up like what you doing it was convenience too because he lived closer to the ship like the commute from Hampton and the traffic was just not convenient at all like whatsoever and getting up early in the morning so it was convenience and then it was like I liked being around him just as much as he liked being around me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then like I would just be like you know what? I don't want to be too clingy or you know 
I'm not trying to let the guard down. So I would like try to create some space or distance. And then like, he would just hit me up and be like, like, you know, like, what's up or what you doing? And I would tell him too, like, he would say like, you wasn't going to hit me up or something like that along those lines. And I was just like, well, you know, I didn't want to, he'd be like, man, like, whatever. I'm not worried about that. Yes. Cause I just used to be trying to like, keep that toughness mm-hmm. on that. And then he, <laughs> you said what? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, yeah. I would try to keep that like, you know, hard, like, nigga, I ain't hitting you up. Mm-hmm. Even though I want to, I'm thinking mm-hmm. back in my phone. Like, but you can't know that. Yes, exactly. So like when he used to take the initiative to hit me up and just be like, all right, cool. Like what you doing? Nothing chilling. Like, all right, cool. Come over and let's take some shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I would be like yes on the inside like okay because I really enjoyed being around him so then it changed from that like us kicking it you know kicking it in February and then every single day being together like literally every day um and then I would say like things sped up a little bit March-ish and then April got to turn in like a whirlwind it was just like okay and I never had the, the thought of like what are we doing because like we weren't looking for relationships at the time because of our previous situations and then boom he trapped me in May yeah. <laughs> um Damn. well yeah <laughs> it takes two to make a thing go right god so silly yeah. so May is when we conceived and then the rest is hit. But so Dylan came relatively fast. And I think that kind of like ignited. Um, I feel like we had a, a good bond and foundation, but it ignited us to like get our shit together and establish like, okay, like this is it. Like we are family. Like we're starting to build a family, even though we didn't like really have those conversations. Like this is what we want. We want, we want marriage or anything. Cause we weren't thinking along those lines yet. But once Dylan Fully was here is just like no, like, and I feel like David knew that I was his wife anyway. So <laughs> when you know, you know. David definitely saw right through all your bullshit, and he was like, "We not playing these games. Like, hit me up because you want to hit me up and stop all the other stuff, and we just gonna be together." And that's just I'm older. always together. Yeah, I'm older. yeah I'm he's older. older. Yes, he is older. No game. You know what I mean? Do you mind sharing age? Oh no, 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 not at all. To my uh, or when then, back then. No, we're six years apart. So David's I'm 45. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, so what does I'm that 30, make me? I'm 38. Just turned 38 yesterday, and I'll be 32 in approximately two and a half-ish weeks. Yes, yes, yes. So there's a, a little age difference there for yeah. sure. Cheers. Um, David, you want to share? Share, baby, share. <laughs> you said everything, but uh, it was more... Convenient, like she said, convenience and stuff. And then that Hampton traffic teleporting and stuff and staying in that traffic. I didn't want to do it like that I'm often like that. <laughs> what? He said teleporting. He said mm-hmm. teleporting. Yeah. yeah, going going back and forth to Hampton and stuff. You know, the traffic be here. So I was like, shit, you know, come kick and chill out, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just a, just a calm thing. We were just having a good time. Having vibes, you know what I'm saying? We needed that on that damn hell cell. Yes, our work was a toxic. So we had, uh, work yeah, yeah, we, we were just each other uh, relief, basically, you know? Yes. And Drunk. peace. Yeah, yeah, peace too. Yes, I had that. a lot of shit going on in my yeah. life at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. oh, same thing here. I have problems, issues. She'll be there for me, support, you know? Just somebody to talk to and being nice and sweet that I needed. You know what I mean? I ain't needing no more other than that. You know what I mean? But 
You know, it was a blanket comfort, you know. So talk more about like um what has changed since you had Dylan or what has changed since y'all moved in together or things like that. Change, uh more the outgoing. We don't really go out yeah, like that. Certainly. We used to go out a lot and just mm-hmm. being ourselves and having a good time, you know what I mean? No that, responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That mm-hmm. that's that's mainly the change and um But I would say, honestly, um, we didn't have a lot of time to, well, it seemed like a lot of time because we were doing it every day, but a lot of time to just um, in the honeymoon phase of just Mm -hmm. us and still like it was the friendship and then the kicking it, then the dating and then boom, Dylan. Like we didn't have a lot of alone time to ourselves to really enjoy like what we are used to enjoying Mm -hmm. because at that point when I'm pregnant, I can't drink and turn up and go out. And I'm not going to stop David from drinking and like, you know, what he loves right. and what I know I love to do as well. So it kind of, I don't want to say it created animosity, but it was just like, oh, I want to go friction, too. Yeah. yeah it was like, I want to go out too. Like what the heck? Yeah. I didn't go out. And then I, I don't want to limit him from going out. So he's still going out with the friends that we have mutually. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I'm at home sad. Like, oh, what the heck? Yeah. So yeah, that created like a, I don't want to say dissension, but it was just like a little bit of like, oh, like wishful thinking, like, okay, I feel like that was the the preview to how our relationship would change um, where that sacrifice started to come in at. Okay. Okay. So talk more about that. Um, like, I guess, how, how'd you get past it? How'd you get through it? Um, a lot of sit down. Yeah, we we would talk a lot. Dave, that's one thing about David. Like he doesn't really like to talk, <laughs> but he will talk like and listen. Like that's he makes those sacrifices for me, even though he doesn't really like to do it. And I <laughs> noticed that. And so I would talk to him, you know. And then of course, I'm not trying to blame the pregnancy hormones, but I would sometimes be irate and then he would still just bring that balance, like, hey, well, you can come out here. So then it was like, okay, he would go out like to the clubs or to the lounges less and then he would find something else for us to do like okay we're gonna go to walk's house to play cards like that's where like you can't drink but you can go play cards here so he would kind of shift that's again the sacrifice that you know he made and yeah that's how we dealt with it and then unfortunately like before I got pregnant with Dylan our ship was constantly going underway and then that means that you're about to deploy so that was another thing that um I guess added to our I don't want to say challenges, but added to some stuff that we didn't like. Cause now yeah. he's gonna be away and I'm pregnant. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. he was underway a lot, those continue, but me being there previously, I understood the sacrifice. But it's just like, dang, I want him home, like yeah. I'm pregnant and he's underway constantly. But I had to think about like him in that situation. Like, of course, he feels worse than I do, because not only is he away from his family, but do the the conditions of the boat mm. <laughs> terrible so it's just like yeah so again more and more sacrifice it just started to just add, yeah. up, add up and add up and add up yeah and eventually de- deployed <laughs> like after we had dylan he deployed two back-to-back deployments then covid it was just like a it was just a lot a lot yeah. of sacrifice yeah i'm so glad you brought that up though because i definitely want to hear more about that you 
<laughs> that's a thing that's going to happen, right? Like when you're in the Navy or I guess in any military branch, right? Like you, you're going to have to be apart from each other for long amounts of time. So can you just talk more about like, how do you guys do it? Like, what what do you guys do to like make sure like, yeah, I, st I still want to go home. That's still my baby. Like, you know, I still want to keep him home. Like, how, how do you guys keep each other grounded, I guess? There's a, a understanding, level of understanding. That helps too, because you know, because she's in it, you know what I'm saying? She understands, but like I say, for somebody else that's a civilian, so they really won't understand. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a cut, it's basically it's a toss up in the air. You don't know this motherfucker here don't like to be lonely or something. Now you, they creeping, now you on the mm -hmm. ship looking crazy. <laughs> What's going on? You know what I mean? So just having somebody that that understands the life and stuff like that, and you trust them up, trust them too. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Like David, never, I'm not a very trusting person, like at all. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. But David never gave me a reason to not trust him. Mm. So I went in, went in it with, I guess, full autonomy of like granting him the trust. Like I wasn't thinking like, hey, you're underwear, you're doing this. It was just like a. A more so like what can I do again because I'm a giver what can I do to like make your time easier on the ship even though I'm here like pregnant by myself and yeah, no family here too. well thank God too. for his mom because she actually when David went on deployment or right before right before he was about to deploy she moved in with us so that she could help out with Dylan and my family not being here and stuff like that so that was a great great yeah, great, great family support yeah. that was a great help like yeah. our families are like and that's one of the things that like I don't have a it's a, a no it's a deal breaker for me like if you don't have a good family dynamic like that is really a deal breaker for yeah. me in any relationship because I have such a strong family dynamic um so yeah the support yeah that's really I want it to be the support for him while he's underway and to kind of give him an ease like of everything's okay at home mm -hmm. I would never like tell him like how sad I am I would say like you know I miss you I miss you but I used to be so sad like literally like in shambles but I would never let him know that because then that would mess him up on the ship with no communications and like yeah I don't want him to feel bad worse than what he was feeling yeah and also just me on the ship on deployment I was trying to uh, communicate with more often every I mean, yeah, every day, every yeah, day. yeah. Emails we emailed a lot, so we stayed in contact. And then again, like David said, like the knowing the milit and understanding the military life made it that much easier for me because it's just like I know there's no comms. Like I know that you didn't email me because maybe y'all in River City or something like that, mm -hmm. or you're working or restriction, and then y'all are. Mm -hmm. He worked. It's a different time zone. Like completely different time zone. Right. right. Um, so yeah. And I was just really grateful. I, I try to look at the bright things, even though I'm like a figure it out. I don't want to say I'm a pessimist, but I'm just like, I have to solve every solution, like, and think of the bad things as well in case it happens. Like I project <laughs> completely and that could be a gift and a curse, but like for that situation, I'm just like, I'm just happy he's here for the birth. Like, you know, cause some people don't even get that. I'm like, this is my first child. Like you have to make the birth. So God was gracious enough to allow him to be able to be there for that. And then he left two weeks after Dylan was born. And it was such a tough, like extremely tough. And then COVID hit like maybe not even two or three weeks after he left. And it was just like, ah, so I was just trying to stay grounded for Dylan and stay grounded for David. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Y'all said, said a lot. It's so much. Like I, 
I was there. I, I'm just thinking about like when I came down for your birthday right before um and Dylan's you were first pregnant. Birthday. Yeah, like just all the but right before Dylan was born, like it's just I, I realized like it, it just didn't seem like all of that was going on, you know, when right. the time. Like it's just now that you're talking about it, it's like damn. That was so much. Like, I can't even believe, like, you were dealing with all of that. It's just, oh, gosh. Like, and I'm just, I'm really glad that you were able, you guys were able to be there for each other um, with as little as you could be there for each other, but, like, making it mean more. Um, right. That I just, yeah. Uh, it's it's wow. <laughs> I'm like at a loss for words. I don't, y'all know I could talk, but like, I, it's crazy. Like, wow. Um, sorry, I'm gonna stop being stuck on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, okay, family, because you both, you both. I nay, I know your family, so I know your family is tight. Like y'all talk every day, all the time, and like it's just. Family is very important to you. I absolutely get that. So it makes sense that your partner would like, you know, that that would match in your partner, that family would be something that's very important to him. So, David, can you just talk more about like um, why family is important and like why having that support system is important? It's important because you have some people that have your back, you know. At all times and stuff, and you, you know, saying you get advice too, you know, and then they had that comfort too. You know, things get rough sometimes, but y'all have your family to rely on to have a good time and laugh and let that go out the window. You know, so it's more of a mental thing too. You just had that comfort, you know, you gonna have a good time at all times. You know what I mean with the family. So yeah, yeah, that's really important for me. Always been important for me. Yeah, like college, was. college away, college being away, all that stuff. I always have my family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's important to have to like know, like you said, it's a mental thing to just know, like you got somebody in your corner. Like that is a confidence booster, right? It makes you feel like you can do those things that you're scared to do sometimes. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's how I feel about my family. <laughs> and and then, then you know they know you too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they know how you are, and then you can be like, okay, okay, you wrong. They, they tell you you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And they, they tell you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, boy, you chipping. Yep. Yep. And they, but they can say it in a way that you'll listen to, right? Because other people can tell you that you're wrong and you, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, yep, I'm not going to listen to you. But like, your family no. tell you you're wrong and it's like, damn, all right. Maybe you got to look at yourself. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Always, always good to have, have a family. Got to have that. Absolutely. You nay, I know, I already know, but for the audience that doesn't know, go ahead. <laughs> I love my family down. I don't know, like we've, we just always have been such a, and I feel like I gravitate to like friends that have that same family dynamic, like your family, for instance, they are my family. Like there's no, like blood couldn't make us any closer. So it's just like, I don't. My mom calls you her daughter. Like yes, I call your mom, mom. Like it's not, your brothers are my brothers. Like that's just it. <laughs> like, um. So family is just really important because it's just like, who else? If you don't have your family, who else do you have? <laughs> like, yeah. like, who else do you have? And I just feel like they help me um, be grounded. Um, they have always supported me in every aspect of my life, no matter what it is that I wanted to do. Um, yes, I just feel like, you know, I'm very fortunate to have a family that's so close knit. 
And I'm very fortunate to be segued into a family that's also close knit and it just it just works. I'm I'm blessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you, and sometimes you can feel like you can be yourself to talk about things too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know she you talk, know. she talk, she talk about shows and shit like that. You know, I ain't not with all that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She could relate to be herself to talk about that because you know I ain't gonna hear that shit. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's good to have an outlet. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, this same thing like my friends and stuff. I could be myself, talk shit, whatever. And rub off. She take it personal. My boy, they yeah, laughing like I'm doing. Yeah, it's because be, be boys. You know what I'm saying? We talk, yeah. bro. We talk, bro. So I think you bring up bring up a great point because there are like levels of like comfortability, right? Like for example, I'm just thinking about like how in this talking to y'all, like it's just really easy. Like I'm I'm used to talking to y'all. I can like fully be myself and Mm -hmm. shout out to the audience because when I talk to my um like my peoples like y'all are getting the real me y'all not getting no editing nothing right but when I talk to other people like I've interviewed other people um you know like relationship experts and things like that I'm not fully myself right like I'm I'm getting to the point where I I feel like I take more chances at like just not thinking about things and saying them and like just like like really fully embodying the whole me right Mm -hmm. but I'm still getting there. But with y'all, like, this is just me. It's easy. It's not like I got to put on nothing. Like, I can just fully be myself. So that is, I think, a great point of, like, just levels of being comfortable, right? And mm-hmm. with, with your family or your people, you know, your your person, especially with your person, like, there is no level of nothing. You just completely yourself. Or that's how it should be, I think. It is, um, but sometimes you got to... He got to proceed with caution because he got to be, like, uh, he there's can, a way to say everything That's yes right. exactly exactly um yeah. he can completely be himself but it's just like you also have to be My like friend. a little bit tender like i'm your baby like you shouldn't be talking to me like yeah. you talk to your friends and absolutely yeah so yeah. it's just that balance and i think yeah. he does it well he's working on it more and more every better. day yes he's, he's but sometimes when it comes like when she you know going back and forth dialogue or world debating whatever you want to call it <laughs> back and forth <laughs> You like to debate. Yes. Okay. The audience probably don't. When I'm getting irritated, that's when the the tone, like it's not mm-hmm. what it's the, how you the, say the it. Tone and yeah. all the aggression. Now I'm talking to you like you're a male then sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I can't be like, ah, I can't be yeah. myself. I can't really be myself mm-hmm. to say what I want to say and be straight to it. So that's... it's like I want to say some shit to your ass, but I ain't. You know what I mean? So I got sacrifice. That no, it's a great point though. That's yeah, like you, you, you're very careful about how you say things because you don't want this to start something else. Like I just want to, I want right. to say this point, and I want it to, I want us to talk about this thing, and I don't want it to like escalate, you know. And I don't want exactly. I, yes, understandable. Yeah, yep. I try to um, a little, little, little small, small five. talk. Yeah, small talk. Uh, and I what keep try it? to keep moving. What rebuttals? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, shit down and whatever. Understand what you're saying and uh, agree. And I'm gonna get the hell on. <laughs> I don't really express my feelings like that sometimes, you know, just because they don't really don't matter. Because you ain't gonna, ain't gonna do nothing too much anyway. It's gonna <laughs> linger on and bring yeah. on conversation. Then irritations come in with me because mm-hmm. I ain't I don't like to talk too much like that. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're not listening and getting and interrupted a little bit, you know. So that that comes too so it's like all right we'll leave it alone 
I, I feel that too. Sometimes it's like I have to be like, Jasmine, does this really need to be said? Yes. Like, you know, yeah. like, yes, just thinking, yeah. like, damn, do I really like, I want to say it. Yeah, I really want to say it, but does it need to be said? Is it going to cause an argument? Where's it going to go? Like, all right, I, I I'll wait like, till later, or I don't know. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> but with that being said, right, because I do that, I have to talk myself down. <laughs> Sometimes when I do it, like, um, because I've been certainly moving in a better direction with doing it mm -hmm. and then i harbor things in mm. I'm learning to try to like i'm trying to figure out how to process it where you're like okay this don't have to be said okay and then because in the, on the flip side on the contrary like days later if something will come up and then i'll say david yeah i had an issue with this like you know after it's calmed down and leveled out he's just like well why didn't you just say it then like mm -hmm. you talk about effective communication and i'm just like I'm still trying to find that balance. Yep. Stop <laughs> texting. I'm still trying to find stop that balance. Stop what? Texting? Yeah. Talk, stop texting your problems. You come say how you feel. Talk. Yeah, talk yes, because you can't hear tone and text exactly. message. And you, exactly. most of the time, we like, we take it the wrong way. I'm going to just, I, I, that's me. I know I take stuff the wrong way a lot in text messaging. And I'll be like, all right, let me call this person because. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? I don't know. I think, I think I'm tripping. So let me make sure I'm okay <laughs> that's why mm -hmm. yeah my prime example just like yo text me a long message like look here let me pick up this phone what's going on mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, we ain't doing that we ain't doing that we didn't say i'll come talk to me you know so yeah he's you know, certainly like with all that no more. um maturing and with all that no more. maturing and like growing in that regard of communication because he's not a big communicator so yeah pat on the back good job Hey y'all, Pink Lady here. I'm a podcast producer, director, coach, and host. And I want to tell you all about my production company, Pink Lady Productions. We collaborate with creatives like you who are driven to share your message by launching your podcast from A to Z and coaching you through the process. To learn more about our services, check out our website at pinkladyprod.com. That's P-I-N-K. L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D.com. We were not big conflict resolution nerious people. I made that up. We were not. <laughs> I like, like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Let's go with it. Um, we were not really like, we were not good in the area of conflict resolution at all um, because we're too, um, well, while David is very calm and level-headed, he can be a hot-head as well. And I'm very- well, Fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a very hot-headed person too. I can be as well. So like, we would definitely butt heads to a point where it just wasn't- You know, was, want to try to get our point across. Yeah, not- Prove something. Not coming to a common ground, not listening to understand, which I'm still working on, like listening to understand instead of listening to respond because- mm -hmm. I feel like I've been working on that all my life. <laughs> totally, like realistically, but yeah, we were not like big at handling conflict on our own. It would just really go from floor to ceiling and escalate too quick. And it was just mm -hmm. too toxic. And I think that we just both met on the the grounds of like, okay, we want to make this work. And we want to, we know we want to be with each other and we want to be married. So how can we make this work? And then I suggested, I think, well, we came 
to a common ground of going to counseling. And we actually did couples therapy um, and it was very beneficial for us. Definitely. Uh, we've stopped because our therapist moved out of the area, but like, I still feel like we, and I think we went for like, what, a year? Yeah, close. Yeah. yeah, we went like approximately a year and it was just really, it was really helpful. It was an eye opener because sometimes I feel like on the, you can't really, in the, in the, in the moment, you can't really get a full 360 view of the situation or the part that you play in it. And I feel like that therapy helped like bring perspective, like mm-hmm. his perspective, um, perspective on what I was doing. And like, you know, obviously she had different skills and tricks and tactics and um like activities for us to do to get this out of us so I feel like that is what helped me to like really take a look at the issues that I was bringing to not resolving conflict in a efficient manner yeah um yeah um that too and that took uh anger management you gotta mm-hmm. look at yourself too um fix stuff fix what bothers you and you know and then I would relate that to what I learned to her mm-hmm. in class class and bring it back home and you know, just practice what you um we, we preach and what we doing, and just holding each other accountable, and then yes. focus on the end goal. The mm-hmm. end goal be together and stuff. So, some I, I say some of the small shit. It's sometimes not worth. Can't worth, let it fester. Yeah, fester and try to hurt your partner because at the end of the day, this is your partner. So at the end of the day, so you try to do everything you can to help the person and and bring the best out of your person and yourself. You know what I mean? So. Just got a perspective. It's like it ain't worth it. You mm-hmm. know? Just, just try to help yourself and your partner, man. Yeah. Stop acting individually. That's another thing. Right, too. right, right. Mm. So used, yeah. used to individually. You know what I mean? Yeah. She got a history of how she handles shit, and I got my history of how I handle shit. So you know, just like you want to be take it your way, or you want to take it our way. Right. <laughs> Our way, yes, yes, yeah, I think I, that's my, You know what I'm saying? My way was I been, I get the fuck on, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> talk shit to me, motherfucker. You know? At the same time, still, yeah. You nothing. know, goodbye. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it ain't nothing to that bitch off. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is, you know, but at the same time, though, I'm used to, you know, you just gotta learn. It ain't, like, Not ain't worth, worth it. it. it ain't yeah. Worth it. it ain't worth that and thing. This, this feeling here makes me feel better than, you know, being alone and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then situation learning late, you know, baby mama shit. Like, I'm not trying to do that. And then history. I'm raised without a dad in my life. You know what I mean? I had just my uncles and stuff, granddaddy. And I'm not trying to do that for my son. I, mm-hmm. I can handle my first son, but I'm not going to do the, I'm not going to fail this time. Mm-hmm. Make it work. I ain't make that. I ain't try to make that work. <laughs> I ain't mm-hmm. put effort. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now I hold myself. I'm going to make this shit work. Well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's y'all both said it. Like it's a choice, right? Do we yeah. want to do this or do we not right. want to do this? Right. And we know if we want to do this and be together, that we gonna go through some shit. Like you know, like they said, you both kind of said it. Like you're two different people. You do things completely different ways. Like even the things that you have in common, you still probably do them differently, right? So just accepting that accepting we're two different people we're gonna do shit differently we're gonna have conflict but how are we gonna handle it so that we could get to the next right, thing right, because right, we right. want to have more good days than bad days right like right, that's right, the point. Right, right. certainly yeah yeah that's yep. beautiful um can we talk a little bit about like the stigma 
uh, black people don't go to therapy, like, because, <laughs> you know, we, we have this stigma and a lot of, you, well, you're right. You're absolutely right. There are many reasons why a lot of black people don't go to therapy, but for people who have access to therapy, right? Like there's still this thing of like, I don't want to tell people all my business. I don't want yeah. these people knowing my, like, you know, like, yeah. Y'all <laughs> clearly it worked for you, you know, and I, I believe I definitely I'm an advocate for therapy. So right. just talk more um about I guess <laughs> I don't know I with, with all I just said. Actually, I was the main one that really was like, ah, you know, what I mean? yeah, because you know I don't like to tell people. I mean, I, I people. Excuse my language, but you know, I don't really, <laughs> you could. I don't really talk. Business. Yeah, I don't yeah, like talk people. people. Yeah, I open up to people like that. So it really depends on the counselor to make you feel like you know. what I mean, we had mm -hmm. a yeah. Had, black, yeah, yeah, bad lady, mm -hmm. and she was college, basically. Yeah. See you, yeah, we could relate, we could relate. Mm -hmm. So, basically, you need to find a partner that relate to you, understand what you're going a therapist, through, yeah, that know the culture, know how y'all are, and mm -hmm. understand you, and not holding, not pointing no fingers, you know what I mean? She's right. neutral. Mm -hmm. neutral, yeah, neutral, yeah, neutral, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, that really helped out too. So, I was more comfortable, I got more comfortable as we kept going on, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that 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 matters most to me. Yeah, I think he certainly had reservations, but I think that he just really wanted to make it. He made a conscious decision to make it work. So if this is what's gonna make it work and stop the the issues or const, uh, constant uh, conflict mm -hmm. escalating beyond dismay, like we're it's a downward spiral. So he was just like, I'm willing to do whatever. Like I'm like I suggested it um, because I actually saw a therapist myself individually. Yeah, um for a while because postpartum like I had a therapist for going on like two years and then like the postpartum and then like um you know depression and all of those mental health uh issues and then I'm just like hey I think we should do this and he was just like oh like you know reservations but he was just like well, you know what I'm willing to do it if it's gonna better us and better our relationship so yeah I think that it was great I'm not sure why there's so much um stigmas around it um it can be very beneficial but i think again like you said people not want to open up or get people in their business and then like the stigmas of like um just counseling in general like being ostracized or thinking there's something wrong with you and it's just really not mm -hmm. just feel like it's a a wrong stigma like a, a biased stigma yeah. the lady was uh will give us vices and stuff like that you see it from a different perspective mm-hmm mm -hmm. So she'll understand, like, okay, all right, we'll go back and we'll talk about something. She'll, okay, now, hey, let her stop interrupting and listen to her. Mm -hmm. Do what she meant by this. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Break it down. Yeah, yeah right. Broke it down. How you feel about it, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. all that. Okay. So it helped me learn her a little bit of what, yeah. she, what she was crying for, which I didn't understand at the time, just me coming from her. Yeah. He hit me and then it's. Dumb it down, not dumb it down, but yeah, like water it down. Yeah, hey, it's, it's, it's uh, translating it into your language because right. we all right. speak English, right? But we all speak it differently. We all speak a different language, even though we're all speaking English, right? <laughs> so that is a great point. It's like it's really translated into your language so that you can do right. something about it. A lot of times, like we. We may know what's wrong, but verbalizing it is a whole nother situation, right? right? right. So right. figuring out what's wrong or figuring out how to verbalize it and then 
how to verbalize it to your partner specifically, right? right? right. Like it, yeah. it can be difficult. So that is a great, oh, great, great point about how therapy can help. Like it's a perspective and it's a professional perspective, right? Yeah. Um, somebody who's studied these things that you're going through. So that's, thank you for sharing that. That's, I think it's beautiful. I, I'm, like I said, I'm an advocate for therapy. I'm an advocate for all things that can help us be like our best in our, favorite selves like people talk about being their best self all the time but I saw um, an Instagram post about like I'm you know like it said something it was very (laughs) very wordy and cliche right it was like fuck being your best self I'm gonna be my favorite self type of thing but that really resonated with me because I'm like that's true like why do my my best self may be like the best for the world but my favorite self is who I have to come home to right that's who I have to be so I want to be my favorite self so that like really spoke to me um and I just yeah that's that helps right like therapy helps you like do all of that so yeah yes I think it was for the best definitely yeah yeah that's beautiful um, all right. So do you have any advice for couples? I try not to typically give advice to couples because like everyone's situation is just that their own situation. And I try not to solicit advice from other people either. Like, you know, you can get some good point of view, some pointers, but essentially your situation is your situation. So no one yep. can really advise you on what works for you in your situation. Um, so I would just say to listen to one another, like mm-hmm. try to figure out what each other's needs are and how you can accommodate those needs, um, making a conscious effort and a decision to make it work. And just always being like selfless and thoughtful of the other person, like less of me and more of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I really love that. If you want to make it work, do that, make it work. Like I'm a big person. Anything I set my mind to do, like, and I'm not, this is a humble brag. I accomplish, I try yes. to, at least I try to accomplish. And I really go hard for the things that I say that I want and that I'm going to do. Yes. So same with relationships. If you really want it and you want to make it to the other side, which is marriage or ring, uh, <laughs> um, you just got to make a conscious decision to like, this is what I want and I'm willing to do whatever to make it work. Because you got the ring. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so happy for y'all. I'm so fucking happy for y'all. Okay, David, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'd just say the main thing, just have respect. Respect. That's the main thing, really. Yeah. On concrete thing, have respect. So at the end of the day, um, that's that's gonna alleviate all the problems. Respect this person mind, respect mm. the relationship, respect each other's space. They need it. And um, yeah, just respect, man. Just main thing, respect. Yeah. If you respect the person and how they feel and all that, you know, you you don't operate differently. You don't want to listen, you want to learn, you want to do other things that they need and have respect for your relationship wise, you're not gonna do all that crazy shit to disrespect the relationship. So respect is in that's first and first, but other than that, uh, just gotta be willing to adapt and learn mm, adaptability That's yeah good. you just can't be yeah. stuck on the way your way or whatever you know what i mean just right. sing mm-hmm. yeah you go shoot for them motherfucker, but you still lose what's the point you lost bitch <laughs> pass the ball hey. pass the ball pass the ball baby i'm open 
You know what I'm saying? So don't don't, don't try to be a one man um band. One yeah, man one man band. It's a team. You know, some days she yeah. sometimes I'm gonna have it. You know, just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give and take. Yeah. 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 That's right. it. Yeah, that's beautiful. So wait, congratulations. Um, I just realized that I'm doing all this screaming and shit, but people can't see us. So the reason I was screaming is because my best friend is getting. She yeah. got the big ass rock on her finger looking all beautiful and like you guys are engaged. So I'm so I'm so happy for you. I'm like my cheeks hurt from smiling so much. <laughs> I'm so happy for y'all. Like, um, okay, so last thing is uh the little things matter most, how to keep the spark and flame ignited. Mm-hmm. Talk more about that. Keep that looker. He put that blue diamond. Damn, it's crazy. Okay, <laughs> you don't be popping up. That's that's what we do. Okay, look at me. He's crazy. Look, he's really insane. <laughs> you don't need no blue diamond. Um, maybe a little cognac. Okay. No. <laughs> No, really, like, just remember, I think what keeps the flame going for us, despite, like, not having family here, so we can't really, like, go out and enjoy ourselves often, like, of course, my mom comes into town, like, and helps us out as best she can, and so does his mom, and um, we've established a little village here, but we just are those kind of parents, like, Dylan ain't going nowhere, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then we felt like he was too young, so I think that we keep the spark going by, like, just using what we have to like, you know, even though we can't go out and date all the time and go out on dates, we do go on dates, but as often as I would like, which is every weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is every weekend. You know. just Spend money. Yes. Um, we just do dates here. Like what we like to do, play spades, um, play trouble. Like we play board games, jazz, you know, like that's, Watch our power TV shows. Yeah, TV shows. Yeah, oh, just try to do things that we've been doing when we first met. You know, yes. at the time. just act like you know. Jazz, what does yeah. that remind you of? That was mm-hmm. us. Oh my gosh, that's yes, all that's what it's like. That's a best friend. You Board know, games like come on, board games, yeah. spades. Like it's just always what I've loved to do, and I just feel like even though no one can replace you, Jazz. BFF for life. Like, David is really my best friend. Like, I really couldn't ask for a better partner. Like, he's really my best friend. <laughs> yeah. I, I could, like, got the same birthday. I just think that that's the universe. is crazy. It's God. It's God. <laughs> yeah, so I love y'all so much. Make friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just remain yeah. friends and, you know, try to do something out the order there. And keep too. it sexy. Do it like, oh, every blue moon do something. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. important though, though, because like you don't want your relationship to get boring, right? You don't want to start to resent each other and be like, oh, why am I still here? Right. You wanna like be excited to go home to your partner, right? Or um, for them to come home to you or whatever it is. Like you wanna keep it spicy and yeah, keep it fun for sure. Fun. So, um I I already know y'all are gonna do that because it's just that's y'all you know that's having fun is what y'all love to do and I love that y'all can really have fun together I think it's beautiful like there you see so many relationships out here with like it's like damn do y'all have fun at all y'all look like y'all always miserable, miserable together it's yeah. like, 
I don't want to be that, you know, and I'm I'm glad that I could have examples, good examples of y'all having fun, especially in y'all like moving forward, getting married, having kids, but still having fun. Like that's important. So is there anything else that you guys want to say, want to talk about and bring up? I just want to commend David because this is not something that he does. But again, yes, this is you. a prime example of sacrifice. I'm like, hey, babe, Jazz wants us to do her podcast. He's like, what? I'm like, well, would you want to do it? He was like, um, well, like, shit. yeah, he's like, <laughs> no. he's like, no, I'm like, he's I like, you have to talk. Talk. I don't like talking. I'm like, but it's for jazz. And he's just like, okay, like if I'll do it, I'll do it. The, yeah. Look, I love you. I really appreciate that. Because when I asked, honestly, I'm like, I don't know what he gonna say. Cause I know Nay will talk. Right. But I don't right. know if David will talk like, honestly, and if y'all would have, if y'all would have said no, it wouldn't have been no love lost. Like, you know, it is what it is. I don't feel no type of way about it. But I am so glad that y'all said yes. <laughs> like yeah. I, I love doing yeah. this. And then to do this with people that I really love, like it's mm-hmm. I love it. Like, you know, I have no complaints. And I'm I'm just really grateful that y'all took the time out to do it with me. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Especially you, David. Thank you. <laughs> thank you both so much for coming on my podcast and sharing everything that you shared. Y'all kept it real. We got into a lot of different topics and like y'all dug deep and we're vulnerable and I really appreciate that because it makes for better conversation. So um, thank you again. I love you and talk to you soon. Hey y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything I talked about on this episode, you can DM me on Instagram at PinkLadyProd, that's P-I-N-K-L-A-D-Y-P-R-O-D, or you can email me at jasmine at PinkLadyProd.com. Jasmine is spelled J-A-S-M-I-N-E. If you want more info about Pink Lady Productions or me, you can visit our website at pinkladyprod.com. Subscribe to Podcasting is the new kink for updates on new episodes, and please feel free to share it. Also, please rate and review the show. Peace.